That's How You Feel podcast, a no-nonsense platform where we talk about life, how to know yourself, and let go of all that no longer serves you by shifting your perspectives one thought at a time and really opening yourself up to new possibilities. We have interviews with guests along with personal vulnerable stories from the host, as well as other topic discussions. On this platform, we hope that you find the answers that you're searching for. In the words of Marcus Aurelius, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. How's it going, everybody? It's the next installment in the Emotional Intelligence series. I just want to say thank you all for watching these videos, you know, and this is just stuff that I feel compelled to share, and these are things that I myself wish had been available for me when I was going through all of this stuff, you know, like a few years ago. So even though I'm in a different space now where I feel like I can write and talk about things, I'm constantly learning and growing. And there's always things that come about in life that help you have to reflect. And having gained emotional intelligence has been one of the greatest tools and gifts that I could have ever received. This helps me be able to live life in a way where I'm not getting hung up in the past as much and I'm not worried about the future, but I'm able to live life in the present moment and just experience things fully as they are. Do I get it right every day? No, but it's a learning journey for me and I'm able to navigate my space having these tools of emotional intelligence where I become uh, able to respond to life as opposed to being reactive or combative in life. So today in this uh, next installment of this series, we're going to talk about the emotions of resentment and regret. I already have a blog written on the website, so if you want to just pop on there, you can read a little bit more detailed version of the things that we're going to talk about today. But I'm just going to jump right into it where I was like picking up some energy of some like past things where I was like, okay, I can tell how maybe this like applied to me at one point in my life, you know, and I check in, you know, every day to make sure I'm like, is there things that I'm, I'm still not addressing or things that like I need to work through or things that I have clarity on or things that I can close out and, you know, just being mindful for myself to having that emotional intelligence to consistently check in and to see if I'm doing okay and I'm doing the things that are going to help me leveled up to the, the highest level possible for myself, being the best version of me. And so I was picking up like a little bit of collective energy of kind of these harbored feelings of resentment and regret. And these two emotions almost always kind of work in tandem where you wouldn't feel regrets in, in life if you hadn't felt some sort of resentment that made you reflect on things that you regret doing or things you regret saying or just things that maybe you like didn't take an initiative on or failed to show up for because now you're experiencing some hardships and difficulties that it's making you reflect on your life. And so in many ways, when you're having the feelings of regret, it's honestly a really empowering emotion to feel because it makes you do what we're talking about in this series is develop the sense of reflecting on things uh, uh, of your life, the part that you play in, as opposed to just being reactive in life and only just experience these emotions to their highest level without actually processing them in a healthy way to be able to propel you to the next place in your life. And so many people with these two emotions of regret and resentment 
end up being on a hamster wheel because they're not fully admitting the things that they're responsible for or are not even doing anything about it at all to actually better themselves. So the problem with resentment is it festers and it grows. And soon resentment can turn into this level of hate where you're either hating yourself and or others or situations in your life because of the things that you are failing to do within your own life. Resentment is almost always projected outward that it's other people's problems for why you're in the predicament that you're in or it's other circumstances that are preventing you from doing your life. But if you're constantly living in your life where you're hung up and attached to things that are going to make you feel a certain way, then you are unregulated and not in control of your own well-being because a true person that knows that they're in charge of their own well-being will be of course you know hurt and you know put off by things that experience that uh, that are happening to them as far as the outside things but they are able to regulate themselves to being in control of if it's in my power I can do something about it if it's not let it go and so that's really what we're trying to learn and develop here on this series is having that discernment that level of what can I do about my life and so with this level of resentment and hatred it can fester into you know really self-destructive habits because you are failing to self-regulate you are failing to self-reflect you are failing to take uh you know action on something or you're failing to accept the part that you're playing in your own demise where a lot of times resentment comes out of these feelings of you know, betrayal, these feelings of hurt, these feelings of blame and projection onto other people almost always where my life wouldn't be the way that it is if this person hadn't done that or I wouldn't feel this way if this person hadn't said or done that. Always making it outside of you. And when you're doing that, you're creating much more of the same. You are blocking yourself off from receiving, you know, the things that you actually desire because you're actually putting out that that's what you believe, that you believe all these people have wronged you. And even if they did, they did. Like, what can you do about that? You just have to be able to be in control of like, what can I actually do for myself? You know, there's one thing of like seeking justice for something that you were wrongfully accused of is, is one aspect of it. But a lot of times in life, we're doing things where we play a part in our own demise and we're failing to acknowledge that it ex exists or you're still harboring these feelings of resentment when you're trying to be the bigger person or you're trying to be, um, you know, nip it in the bud and just clear the air and get it over with because you're not actually coming from a space of true acceptance and allowing the other person to do the same. And so really that that is, it's that control, that need to manipulate outcomes, that attachment to certain scenarios and expectations in life. And so when you have these false expectations in life, you end up hurting yourself. And that's what really created the resentment. You created it, not these other people. And so whether that's like you missed out on an opportunity or you wish you hadn't done something, um, is, is all you in, in your power it has nothing to do with these outside events like sure outside events can like delay you distract you or detract from like the things that you're that you're you know on your path for but they're never really um, these things that were um, unpreventable in many ways in in terms of you chose this experience 
whether that was consciously, unconsciously, or subconsciously. We all choose these things. So there's no such thing as truly a wrong way or a right way. It's just an experience in life. And the more that we can just get to these things where it's like, that really sucked a fat bag of dicks. Like that was really terrible. Like I'm angered by it and I'm processing this anger in like a healthy way but it actually propelled me to see things clearly. It's illuminating to me these things where I was giving my power away to these people, these situations. I was failing to step up to the plate. I was naive. I was misguided. I misjudged the situation or I was too distracted and focused on other things that were not for my highest good. You know, the list is endless of what we can actually take accountability for when we actually take the time to self-regulate and to self-reflect on our lives, the part that we play in, and especially with these emotions is going to be the truest indicator of what's going on in your life. And so with that feeling of resentment, it almost always is asking you to take responsibility for the part that you played in it, whether that was, okay, I made a poor decision here about something. And so I feel resentment because this person didn't live up to my expectation. The situation didn't unfold the way that I desired it to. I was too attached to this, this scenario, this outcome, et cetera, et cetera. Being able to accept that where there's nothing wrong with that, like I'm saying, it's just you have to accept the part that you play in your own demise. And then the later, like I said, almost always in tandem is that feeling of regret where it's like, I shouldn't have done that or I regret helping them, or I regret doing this. If you're constantly living your life where it's a tit-for-tat exchange, then you're gonna always be living life unfulfilled because that means that you have to do something in order to receive something, or in order for you to fully receive someone, someone has to give you something. Again, making things always external to you instead of being able to just live and experience life. Life is not just always this uh, reward pleasure system of like, I want this, so I'm going to go out and get it. Like people are so gung-ho about instant gratification or doing anything, uh, by any means necessary to achieve their goals instead of just being like, what, what kind of life do I want to live where I just feel at peace? I feel complete and I feel whole. And it may not look exactly like the things that we think we really desire these things that we have been told to really believe in. So there's a lot of just like old programming conditioning that really plays into resentment and regret where we really just have to address like what is it that we truly desire in our lives? Because the reason why you might be feeling resentment towards like that person that did you dirty is because you were failing to treat yourself better. And so you can thank them for showing you how you were not treating yourself better and to focus on giving yourself the self-love that you really truly desired and crave for. Because there's so many things in life that we say that we want and we're thinking that it's gonna come from this other thing external to us instead of addressing the inner landscape. And once you address the inner landscape, the external world matches that always. It always does. And it's so amazing where you get to see yourself level up and being like, wow, the shit that used to bother me doesn't affect me anymore. Or even if it does at times where I get triggered, it's easy for me to get right back in alignment and keep doing what I'm doing and be unbothered by other people, places, things, and situations that are out of my control. And that's really the basis of the entire emotional intelligence series is that there are things that are outside of our control, but what we can control is how we're handling and responding to our own emotions by being able to take full responsibility and accountability and to accept 
how we truly feel. Because the problem with resentment and regrets is that we're almost always lying to ourselves and or others about how we truly feel because we feel that like oh I don't want to be vulnerable in front of these people if I really told them that I was like man you just like hurt my fucking feelings you made me feel worthless you know this this and that or maybe you do tell them that and they use it against you and so you feel resentment for the way they treated you and you regret saying it at all that you just shut down entirely because of that and so it prevents you from continuing to go out and put yourself out there by continuing to be honest and authentic and vulnerable in life. And then it cuts you off from receiving that because it's not what you were asking for is wrong. You just might be asking for it from the wrong place. And that's really what this journey like opens up for you is like, man, the things that I was desiring in life are not wrong or they're not bad or selfish always. It's just, I might be asking from the wrong places, the wrong people. And so it's really learning about how to recognize those feelings inside of you so that you can uh, actually uh, find them in in other things, that you can recognize that feeling outside of yourself. But you're not going to be able to recognize that feeling if you don't already innately know it and possess it within. And so that's truly how this works is like what you feel inside, what you create inside is going to manifest out there. But if all of you're doing is the reverse order of trying to manifest and manipulate the external world, then you're almost always going to feel imbalanced in the inner world because that's out of alignment. That's not the way the universe works. And it's so hard for us to get that because our society says that it's the opposite. It's like, you must do this in order to receive this. Or these are the things that you should be focusing on. These are the things that are important. These are the things that you should want and desire. You know, we're constantly bombarded by false advertising and conditioning and programming situations in our society from our friends, family, the media, government, etc. You know, it's just continual um just spiritual warfare on a daily basis that we have to be mindful to be able to handle ourselves in a way that we're in charge of ourselves. We get to control our narrative. We get to control the way in which we perceive the world. We get to control the way in which we feel. We get to control our visions. We get to control ourselves, but we cannot control other people. They just play a part in our life. It's like the more that I develop on this journey, the more I kind of just see people as like these actors and these characters where it's like they're playing a role to help me see something with myself. And all of these connections are really profound, but they're also really fleeting in many ways. Even the long-term relationships that I have in my life, you know, there's temporary, you know, experiences with these people and then they shift to new experiences. But it's kind of just like they're just showing me different things in life to open me up to, to feel these different feelings in myself, to heal, to grow, to level up. And sometimes they come in of like negative things or hurtful things, but it's still getting me to the same outcome in life where there's no such thing as like a wrong choice because all choices lead you back to the original path some way or another. And so by being able to like view life in that very spiritual way of knowing that everything in life is cyclical in many ways makes it easier for you to not get hung up on staying in those stuck emotions of resentment and regret because if you stay too much in either of those emotions it prevents you from being able to move forward because you're consistently bringing the past into your present moment 
which fucks up your future like we've been talking about. So it's really about, as always, being able to shift our thoughts, being able to change the way in which that we're fully viewing things. And with these emotions, it's really about learning how to process them. And so your mindset might just be like, I need to take time out of my busy schedule to pull myself aside and to let myself feel these feelings. Like maybe you're angry because of all this resentment. Find a way to process that anger so you're not taking it out on other people. You're not becoming reactive and then acting out of that that you know terrible trigger that pops up in you. You need to be able to find outlets that allow you to experience quote-unquote anger without projecting that onto other people and hurting yourself in the process of that. So whether that's you need to beat the shit out of a punching bag or you need to write all of the nasty, terrible things in your journal or you need to seek professional help to really tap into that. Because sometimes we have repressed emotions that we're not even fully aware of that we need to get to the bottom of it where you just have to do the work. And if you're feeling feelings of resentment, there is always anger under there. And as we know, anger is a secondary emotion that you're failing to actually address, which might be like the fear of rejection, abandonment, grief, deep sadness and sorrow. There are always these really more painful emotions that we're failing to address because we're too focused on the rage aspect, the hatred. But that wouldn't come out of uh, anything but love. And that's nine times out of 10 when you feel resentment, it's because you really loved and cared for something, whether that was you really loved and cared for a job that did you dirty and you're so angered by it that you're harboring resentment of like, how dare they treat me like that? How did they do all of these things after all of these things that I've done proves that you were experiencing a dualistic experience in life, which is on the other side of love is hate. But what, what do you do when you're on the other side of love? and you're experiencing hate, you gotta come back to love. That's what it asks you to do. So everything in life is cyclical. Being able to understand that the solution to your problems is in fact the problem. That I put so much love and energy into something that could not give it back to me requires me to now put love into something that actually is beneficial to me, which is gonna be the self. It's gonna start with the self-love and then sooner or later, a new job opens up for you and you can pour new love into that new job and it's going to probably be a lot better than the previous one had you done the work to not repeat the same mistakes and patterns in life but as we know there is no such thing as a mistake you are just going to relearn it until you experience something new and different and so even if you go the wrong path there's going to be a set of lessons that happen to help you get back to to making a new choice in life and so the choice is always yours and you don't have to feel like I went too far off in the other direction that there's no hope for me. You might have a little bit more of a war zone and a battlefield to go through, but there's no, uh, there's no way that you're going to be denied access if you're really tr doing the work to better yourself and to really process these emotions, to be accepting of yourself, to be brutally honest with what you truly feel. And that is the main anecdote for 90% of this emotional series is really about being honest, being vulnerable with yourself. And then hopefully you can do that with, with others as, as time progresses, you know. I wouldn't say like you can always do that with, with every everybody that you're it, it, that's in the current uh, predicaments that you're facing in life. 
but it didn't it shouldn't prevent you from at least trying in some way shape or form whether that's like going to a support group and opening yourself up to strangers or getting a therapist and being able to speak candidly and openly with with their help and they can help come up with a game plan that works best for you or confiding in either a new friend an old friend whatever it is just someone that uh, feels like a safe space for you to work with and you might find that by you being really open and vulnerable then what happens is other people do the same and then what that does is it causes the sense of emotional connection emotional intelligence allows you to actually get what it is that you so desired and not with a trauma bond where it's like oh my god we're both broken-hearted fucking souls da 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 and this feels good and and it reminds me of things it's like okay i recognize a piece of you in me and we're both bettering ourselves to find the solutions of how we can take responsibility and accountability for ourselves. And maybe that other person's like already leveled up. And so you have something to learn from them. And maybe this new experience that you're going through reminds them of the things that they still need to work on. So that's like a little bit more of like a symbiotic, uh, you know, harmonious relationship with other people of what we put out, we receive. But if we're closing ourselves off, we're not really gonna receive what it is that we so desire. And that is always the problem with resentment and regret is that we are closing ourselves off from actually getting what it is that we so desire. And that's where regrets can literally kill us. They fester in us because we have this warped reality of if I had done this, this would have never happened. Or like, I wish I had made a better decision and choice here. It's like, well, why can't you make a new decision now in your life? Sure, you can't change the past and like maybe people left you and you have no way of like reconciling, but pray that you reconcile. Pray that things are can go a different route, but just know that it's out of your control. It's not something that you can change. The more that you focus on um, taking responsibility for changing your inner world about how you're perceiving your thoughts and your emotions and the world around you, those are going to manifest into actual external changes. But we're always programmed to like fixate on the external problems and that we must fix the external world instead of taking care of ourselves. And that's neglect. And that becomes that self-neglect, that self-abandonment. And that creates more of the same negative feelings that we were already experiencing in life. So you're going to be on this hamster wheel of constant regrets and resentments, regrets and resentments. But the cure for both regrets and resentment is to give yourself what you need. And that's going to start with brutal honesty and then brutal self-acceptance and to start filling yourself back up with that self-love, being able to process all of these emotions in a way that fuels you of being like, this doesn't feel good right now, but I know on the other side of this is healing. It's change and change is so amazing. It allows transformation to happen in both your inner world and your outer world and create the new possibilities for you because life is about an experience. It's not about just these, you know, harbored feelings all the time or being stuck in the past and trying to manipulate the future. It's about just experiencing your present moment to the fullest capacity. So I hope that this really quick episode just reminds you that in life, we are going to experience all emotions. And so some of these emotions are going to be less desirable, but they are here to show you where you are not uh, owning up to your fullest capability 
And with the emotional intelligence, it's really about what you're not giving yourself, that you're responding to life in a way that shows you how to go back within to change that landscape. So then you can change the external world, but you can't do it the opposite. You can't completely exchange uh, the external world and expect the inner world to change. It's like you might get yourself in a safer space to be able to process, but it asks you to do the inner work first to be able to fully make that clean slate shift. So as always, keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. Love and light, Kate.